Uh, I ain't gonna lie, I lost track of what of yesterday. Um, I actually had a I had a long day at work, and I just went back to the house and just went almost straight to sleep, almost directly straight to sleep. And uh, I was um like, so I lost track of what the hell was yesterday, and because of that, I'm I'm trying to like make up for it by doing a podcast episode right now today. And I'm I'm actually I'm not proud of it. I'm not proud of missing my um of uh, missing a day because I've managed to somehow stay on point at least a few times, you know, uh, up until now. So it really does feel bad that I missed a Sunday. Like, huh. but in any case, though, I'm pretty sure the last episode was going to be about politics anyway because I've been I've been arguing with people online about politics lately, and. Um, you know, and because uh, I'm not really, I'm not proud to say that I am like, and I'm not proud to say that I have been like doing a lot of learning in the politics and trying to understand how things work and stuff like that. I'm not proud of that because it don't feel like if you hear noise in the background, it's because they're doing some work on a place next door. So, you know, but uh, yeah, but yeah, though, I'm like, um, I'm a little annoyed because of the fact that I'm a little annoyed with the, how politics have been going lately, because like in order, in order for politics to work, you have to kind of, I feel like you have to have at least a devotion to your own morals. Like with me, as I've said before, I'll vote for, you know, I'll vote for, you know, Raz Blasmataz if I think that they're better, you know, if they think that they would make a better, whatchamacallit, than the options that are presented before me. In America, you can create your own party. You can write in somebody. You can support nothing. You know what I mean? Like in America, you have the freedom to do that. But with these people nowadays, what they're doing is they're hyper-obsessing and they are like doing a lot of, um, they're, they're doing, they basically turn politics into a sport. You know what I'm saying? And it's like our team has to win. Or if it's not our team has to win, it's um, it's uh, like, oh, uh, we have to pick somebody who we believe is going to win. For them, it's not about picking morals. It's not about it's not about like going with your heart, whether it's win or lose, go with who you who you believe is going to would be a good option. It's just a case of we have to pick somebody who's who's got to win. You know what I'm saying? It's not about like, you know, there's some people, the thing that I really kind of don't like about politics now is because of that belief system, there's people who are Republicans simply because they don't like the Democrats. That's it. Like if you ask them why you're a Republican, they'll say, they'll either say some stupid catchphrase or they'll say, they'll either say some ridiculous catchphrase like, you know, traditional values, which don't mean anything. You know what I'm saying? Family, family what? You know what I mean? Or they'll just say, because the Democrats are worse. And it's like, that's why it's like, you could literally, like, by that logic, you could literally be any other political party. You know what I mean? Like, there's other political parties besides the Democrats and the Republicans. You don't have to support Republicans just because you don't like the Democrats. That's a stupid reason. Because, and the, and the thing is that, like, Republicans need that. Republicans need that, that dual that dual partisan stuff because like that's their only thing now they could all because they can always say um pick us because we're better than them pick us because we're better than the democrats and it's very frustrating because that's how they that's how they operate that's how they process 
Like they have nothing else to go on. Everything that they've done is like everything that the Republicans have done has either has like either hit them in the face where re- reality has hit, and these people are like, you know what? We can't say we support families anymore because we voted for a guy who cheated on his wife with his new wife, and then cheated on his new wife with his even newer wife. They can't say, oh, we support you know like religion and stuff like that because now you got people who are willing to commit acts of terrorism in the name of their religion. So they can't say that no more. They, but so they basically, like every single thing that they've said that they supported, they've somehow managed to like walk back on and then like ruin in their own image for them to like support. So basically all they got now is vote for us because we're better than the Democrats. And that's, it's like, and nobody would come and people who don't, people who are just like who are just so fixated on the on a sports aspect of politics they basically say well we can support that you know what i mean it's like but there's more to it than that y'all like y'all really need to like pay attention that's the reason why i don't support any political party is because of the fact that like you know first off i don't see i can't be loyal to anything and i i feel bad like you know in the right context you could use that phrase against me but like I'm, I don't consider myself to be a loyal person. If you do anything, if you do me wrong one time, we not, we ain't cool no more. If you hurt me one time, we not cool no more. If I'm, if I'm convinced that you're going to hurt me, we not cool no more. You know what I'm saying? It's not a case of, oh, we got to, it's not, it's not a case of, uh-oh, well, we got to kind of, you know, you know, I mean, well, nah, he, he's got a bigger plan in motion. Like we got to like, you know, we got to trust the process. No, there's no process. If the process involves me getting hurt, you got to go. <laughs> okay. And that's just my take, man. It's like, you know, I'm not, but there's these people out here, like I said, they're Republicans and they're willing to say, uh, it's like Republicans have went on record as saying that they want to get rid of social security. They want to get rid of Medicaid. They want to get rid of Medicare. They want to get rid of all the things that they believe will genuinely help people. They want to get rid of it. And people who are on Medicaid, Medicare, Social Security, all these other things, they're like, heck yeah, brother. And it's like, bro, you're on the thing. Like you're 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 on the thing. The thing that they want to get rid of, you have that. How would you survive if you ain't got that no more? It's disgusting how much it's disgusting how far these people are willing to go to hurt other people. Just so they can feel good about themselves. And it's annoying, man. It's annoying. Uh, but yeah, like, you know, that's what I'm saying. And it's like, well, how come you don't talk bad about the Democrats like how you do about the Republicans? Let me explain this to you. Let me let me, let me explain it. Um, Democrats lose, as I've said multiple times. They lose. They're capable of failure. I'm convinced that, like, you know, people can go against it. The, the people can go against the Democrats and win. The people can't win against the Republicans because Republicans are just going to find a way to do what they want to do. Donald Trump lost. Donald Trump lost the election that he won to be president. He lost, but he lost the popular vote. The popular vote is literally us, the population. He lost the popular vote, and he still managed to become. He still managed to be president. You see what I'm saying? Republicans always seem to find a way to win. People can literally say no, and Republicans will be like, we're going to do it anyway. But Democrats, where people say no, the Democrats have no other choice. But like, though, Democrats will play by the rules to like, Democrats will play by the rules to justify doing nothing. 
You know what I mean? But if the, but if we have people who are in control, who are willing to do nothing, we as a people can govern ourselves and we could probably do a better job than they can because they're doing nothing. Meanwhile, for Republicans is, well, if you don't want us to do the thing, we're going to do the thing anyway, and you're going to like it. You know what I'm saying? That's the reason why I don't talk bad about the Democrats, because they fail, they, they can fail. They can lose. They're weak. They're they're weak. Like we need we like, you know, as, as weird as it sounds, we need a leader who is weak enough to understand, hey, if you try to do something corrupt, we will get you out of power. And they'll be like, OK, fine. Just don't do that. Once again, like, you know, like, you know, everybody works well when they know that something's on the line. Republicans ain't got nothing on the line, so they could do whatever they want. Like, look at look at Florida. Look at Florida and Texas. It's just disgusting, man. And we should really be like, as a society, we should be like a little upset about that. But instead, people are too busy saying, well, at least they're better than the Democrats because Republicans managed to brainwash these people into believing that as long as they can say better than the Democrats, that justifies everything. It don't, though. I also don't like the fact that we can't even talk about politics. Like, you know, like because if we do talk about politics, it's a controversial state. Because, like, first off, everybody kind of has their own set beliefs as to what they want to do. Everybody has their own perspective as to how they want things to be done. And that's, and it's like, you know, because you have your own perspective of how you want things to be done, you will have, um, you'll find yourself like saying, oh, I want, I want things to go in a certain direction. Then they're already going. You know, I want, I want, uh, what's the, what's the, what's the uh, thing? It's like, it's like, because everybody has their own personal preference of how things, they, how they want things to go. It's hard to talk about politics because somebody is going to be like, that goes against my personal preference. So you're wrong entirely rather than that goes against my personal preference. But, you know, let's, let's find other ways around that. That's my biggest issue, man. And there's also another thing I've learned is that like the moment that somebody starts talking about family, they basically want to control what people do in their house. Like the moment that you say, cause family there's, as I said before, I've said multiple times, like there's no such thing as an ideal family. There's no such thing as uh, how a family is like a family can literally be like two people who are, you know, like it could be, you know, an aunt and uncle and their niece or nephew. You know what I'm saying? A family could literally be two gay people and their kid. A family can be a trans person and a dog. You know what I mean? Now, that dog could be that trans person's kid. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's multiple ways to have families. There's multiple ways to depict a family. So whenever conservatives say, oh, are uh, we... Uh, you know, I'm all about family. I'm all about like, no, you just you're trying to control what people you're trying to control what's going on in people's houses, because your idea of a family is a mommy, a daddy and kids. And it's like, that's not always going to be the case. There's this uh, very popular notion uh, in the black community, where it's like the Democrats started making the family, the black family, like rely on them for everything. And that's why they're so weak now. And it's like, that's not what happened. That's not what happened at all. People who became people in general, it's not just the black family, it's all the families. People in general just didn't care about having kids back then. That's what happened. That's what happened. People cared more about having sex than they did about having kids. And the process, there's all these, there's there's all these people out here. So the family is not just man, woman, child. You know what I mean? It's a man, woman, child, and love in the household. 
Some people, they, they just wanted to have sex. They didn't want love. They didn't want a family. Or if they did, they wanted, they used a, they wanted a child to kind of keep the person that they were with, like with them the whole time. You know what I'm saying? Like people weaponize children nowadays. There's, people weaponize children. People weaponize sex. People do this stuff all the time. So it's really, it really shouldn't be that hard to understand that like when you talk about family, you know, the family that you want probably might not, the family that you believe is ideal probably might not even be an ideal family. The family that you believe is could be ideal could probably just be a family that was forced together because a kid got born. That's not something that you should want. But, you know, these people, they say, you know, oh, no, we're about family. We're we're about, like, you know, keeping families together in the home and all this other stuff. And it's like, going, if you want to keep families together in the home, do something about poverty. Don't be like, oh, we need to do something about family. Do something about, like, what's the, like, the root cause of every bad thing in this country right now is white supremacy. Because white supremacy motivates, because white supremacy motivates poverty through hoarding of goods. Do they, when they hoard the goods... The people who are the people who you're you're trying to affect can't get access to those goods, so they have to find a way to get those goods. Some of them commit, some of them work work job, but sometimes working a job can't do that much because financially speaking, like jobs don't pay that much, or they pay that much, and it's like you got to sacrifice this other sacrifice between time and money. So it's poverty. Poverty is a social, like poverty, in my opinion, has been engineered by white supremacists to keep people down. And when people stay down, people will, people stay down, you know what I'm saying? They'll do nothing. They'll do nothing. Like they will be put, they'll put themselves through misery and like it. And like it, if it means keeping the people who are in power, in power. It's, It's like, there's a lot that goes into this and people don't care. Because it's like either too complicated to talk about or it's or just or it's like, you know, because everybody wants like catchphrases. Everybody just everybody wants catchphrases. Uh, there was this, um, this thing that was going on. There was this a thing that I was watching and it's like in professional wrestling. It's like basically most wrestling, uh, most uh, wrestling fans, they don't necessarily want it. They don't, you know, catchphrases can just basically be like a grunt. It could just be like a sound. If you can sort of get things down to just a sound then if you can get people to chant that sound, you know what I mean? If you can get people to chant that sound, something that's not too long, but something that's not, you know, you know, people will be devoted to that thing. And that's why catchphrases exist, you know what I'm saying? Because people can like turn something as complicated as, oh, um, oh, uh, the system is very nuanced against poor people. The system is uh, very nuanced and against poor people because white supremacists are in control of everything and they have a habit of um, they have a habit of ruining things for the sake of them bettering themselves. And we can actually challenge against them if we if we come together, we vote, we build communities, we establish, you know what I'm saying, establish communities among each other. But people don't want to say all of that, so they just say it is what it is, and then go on about their day. You know what I mean? Societies have a habit of just that's what happens. You know, they, you know, like you got to hypersimplify it. And it's like, you can't hypersimplify it because the, the issue that we're talking about is wildly complicated, is wildly complex. You know, it's nuance. And there's ways to actually solve the issues, there's ways to stop the problem. But you have to be willing to 
do more than just devote your energy and focus into just stupid catchphrases. Like, here's how bad it is, okay? If you, if I, I, I uh, tend to get into arguments with white supremacists online all the time. And because I get into arguments with them all the time, because I always say white supremacy is bad, and they immediately assume that I'm talking about white people. I will never say, I will never like declare that white people and white supremacy are in the same category. You know what I mean? And I have to watch how I word that because, you know, if I ever were to become successful or whatever, somebody is going to probably like purposely misconstrue what I'm saying. So it's like, I know that at some point it's going to like edit things and going to be like, you know, that's why I use different intonations and stuff like that, but it's still easy to misconstrue. I want to say this, right? Because not every white person is racist, but every white supremacist is terrible. You know what I mean? That's why I don't say white people anymore. I say white supremacists because anybody can be a white supremacist. And here's what I mean when I say white supremacy, because I feel like nobody's going to actually pay attention to this. But at some point, I'm going to do like a whole WordPress about this or whatever. But um, white supremacy to me is a belief system. It's a belief system that is based off of a few things. So first off, social hierarchy, right? There's a belief that, you know, uh, like, like, I don't like, I'm aware that this is kind of like a thing in many tribes with many races of people, but I wasn't around for that. I'm around for what's happening right now with white supremacists doing this stuff. But I believe that there is definitely a social hierarchy. Like there's people, does people see society as like a pyramid or as a tower and those who are at the top of the tower should be deified, treated like gods, given everything that they want because, you know, they, they've earned their spot. That's their spot. They've earned their spot. Whereas people at the bottom should be either working their way to get to the top and or punished for being at the bottom. Like, in other words, for these people, being at the bottom of the tower, being at the bottom of the ladder, being at the bottom of the pyramid should basically be like, should be hell. The top of the pyramid is heaven. The bottom of the pyramid is hell. That's how they see the society. Right. And, you know, like and if you like I said, if you had the bottom of the pyramid, pyramid, you can be mistreated. Anything can happen to you. You can have you can do whatever because, you know, it's like you're seen as less than you're seen as less than. So you should be treated as less than that's that's one form of white supremacy, because in any other tribe, in any other situation, when you are like, here's how when when uh, people who are at when people are at the bottom of the barrel, people help them. People support them. People do what they can to make like, here's how here's how you know that this is legit. Grandparents, the stereotypical approach towards grandparents is that they're not exactly, you know, they're they're not young people, but, you know, they're, they're feeble. You know what I'm saying? They're elderly, got wrinkly skin, whatever. But they are considerably the most honored and respected person in their household. They're the most honored and respected person in the family. You go, you go to them for guidance. You go to them for assistance. You go for them for help. You go for them just for adoration. You go for them. You, you like these people are referred to as the most important people in the family, but they're old. They're feeble. Like you know, if you are able-bodied and big and buffed and strong and powerful, you're not gonna you're not gonna look at the you're not gonna look at a you know, in a white supremacist society, the people who are these big,
big, able-bodied, you know, like buff, you know what I'm saying, those guys, you know what I'm saying, they're going to look in a, in a white supremacist society, you're looking at these people like, these people don't, you know, they don't, they don't offer anything to society, they're useless, you know what I mean, and it's like, but they're not though, <clears throat> but they're not. But it's like, you know, that's how they, that's how they, um, that's how the white supremacy, you know, kind of approach the situation. They're like, you know, oh, these people, they're useless. They, you know, they don't, you know, they don't serve any purpose, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, it's like, well, if I see them as less than, it should be treated as less than. And the only people who I know who do that nowadays are white supremacists. White supremacy is also bigotry. You know what I mean? Like, uh. Uh, no wait. Let me go back to the social hierarchy thing. Once again, it's like you know, if you should be punished for being at the bottom. If we see you as less than, you are less than. You're at the bottom of the pyramid. We should treat you any way we want to, and it should be justified because you're not where we are. That's the social hierarchy aspect of white supremacy. So if anybody believes that, they're a white supremacist. If they, anybody believes that they can mistreat somebody just because they see somebody as less than. Or like, you know, the bottom of the barrel or, oh, you're not, you're not on my level, so I can treat you any way you want. That's that's the social hierarchy part of the white supremacy to me. Then there's bigotry, which is kind of synonymous with the social hierarchy thing, because bigotry can come from because bigotry comes from a belief. In other words, even if you're not at the top of the pyramid, you still feel like you are to in comparison to somebody else. And you use that feeling to make somebody else feel bad. You see what I'm saying? That's the big the bigotry part. Bigotry is also white supremacy because you don't even have to be at the top of the mountain to feel like you're at the top of the mountain and feel like, oh, I could treat this person as less than because I feel that I am better than them. Anybody can feel that way. So if you're a bigot, yeah, you're if you're a bigot, you follow or at least subscribe to white supremacist ideals. And you should probably not do that. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, it's like, that's why people, when I say white supremacy, people always be like, oh yeah, well, what about when black people do it? It's like, well, it's still white supremacy. What about black supremacy? What is black supremacy? What qualifies as black supremacy? Because every single time a black supremacist group has ever like reared their head, something bad always happens to them. Like who, who would you, like who are some people you consider to be black supremacists right now who aren't pushed into obscurity or outright murdered. El Sharpton. Like, bro, really? Like, like what what does he do? What has he done? Like what what national change has Al Sharpton done managed to like do? I think he what he ran for president one time and is now on MSNBC. Right? But what has he done? Like what kind of what national thing like I can tell you all the national stuff that white supremacists have done. White supremacists have managed to make it so that, like, for a long time, had a death grip on how people's hair can get them fired. If you had, like, you could literally get fired for having a different type of, uh, an Afrocentric hairstyle. So if your hair was locked or if you had braids, you could be fired for being unprofessional because of black hair, because of a black hairstyle. You could, you could lose your income for that. I remember there was a there was a case where um what was it like a a girl couldn't go to her prom because of her hairstyle 
there was uh, some people who couldn't go to their prom because it was they wanted to dress in a native garb and they couldn't go, right? Like there was there's a lot that goes into you know white supremacy. White supremacy can like white supremacy on a national scale has done a lot of things. Like the idea of being professional is basically appeasing elderly rich white dudes. You know what I mean? Being professional in one culture is not going to qualify as being professional in another culture. Uh, so that's 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 one way. You know what I mean? And it's like you know, once again, if you're if you if you if you have this way that you go about your situation, then yeah, I hate it when people try to like because like one thing that white supremacists love to do is try to make it look like oh yeah, well technically all hatred is equal, all all uh, bigotry is all bigotry is the same. Because, you know, all bigotry is the same because, uh, you know, if you, uh, what's what I'm looking for? It, it's like, you know, if you're going to say that white supremacy is bad, then you also have to say the same about black supremacy and Mexican supremacy and all this other supremacy. And it's like on a national scale, though. To put this in perspective, the uh, white supremacists are still around. They don't go to jail. David Duke is a former grand wizard. He's chilling right now. You know what I'm saying? He's at his home. He's chilling. He has a podcast and he does the same. He, he, he's been doing the same stuff that he's been doing for years. You see what I'm saying? The 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 um, the K3 crew, as I call them now, because I don't want to say the Klan, um, like they're, they're still an organization. They're recruiting people actively. You know what I mean? To put this in perspective, if you're if you're black and you try to do like what was those that was the NFAC who uh, marched through uh, who marched through that uh, racist city that one time, isn't a guy who is in charge of that group like in jail now or something? You know what I mean? I'm just saying it's just like you know like what like what kind of point are you trying to make here? By what kind of point are you trying to make here by saying that? Because it just feels like you're just trying to make it seem like you guys aren't. You're trying to say, "Hey, we're not that bad," because you know, like, look, look, look at what the other people do. It's like, like, stop. Just stop, you know. But uh, yeah, though, that's uh that's that's how that's how I, what I mean when I say like white supremacy and these people, like I say, bro, these people just just. They don't want to, like, they really don't want to uh, believe that. They don't want the. They don't want to believe that, like, uh, they're. They don't want to believe that they're equally as terrible. And it's like you know, they don't want to believe that they're the most terrible. So they try to like turn the attention away from everybody else, and they do this with everything. You know what I'm saying? If I say Republicans are bad, they'll say, "Well, what about the Democrats?" You know, if I say um, white supremacy is bad, well, what about the black people? You know, if I say, you know, like domestic terrorism is bad, well, what about international terrorism? You know what I mean? It's like with these guys, they, they really just want the attention. They, they're willing to turn the attention away from them and make the turn a conversation to something else. It was like going, I get what you're saying, but also I need for you to understand that you guys are also bad. You know what I mean? We are aware of how bad everybody else is. The conversation is already on them. Every time a black person does something, it's not, if a black person commits a crime, it's, it's news. I'm from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. There's rarely ever a time where there's crime, where there's a white person committing crimes. But every other story is black person shot, black person killed, black person done. And it's like, and it's like I get it. 
we do have crime on our side. We do have bad people on our side. But like, is it really that is it really that bad of a thing to just acknowledge that you guys also do terrible stuff too? Like it shouldn't be like is that is that really an issue? Is that really something to like just completely ignore? Like why why are you trying to turn the attention away from you guys so heavily? Nobody's saying anything away from y'all. I'm I'm rambling. I'm sorry, but that's uh but that's how it is though. I've been I've been uh, arguing with white supremacists. I'm again like a little really heavily political. These guys, these guys gotta lose, man. These guys have to lose on to you know in 2024. They got to because if they don't, they're just gonna ruin everything. And that's that's something that we should not. That's something that as a nation we should be getting tired of. Like you know, stop putting white supremacists in power, y'all. Please. Like I don't like at this point. Like that's all I can. I'm doing all I can do at this point. Just just stop putting these people in power. These people are terrible people. Pay attention to what they're doing and get them out of office. It's like if they're gonna be like if they want to be a small organization, they they want to be ignored, then ignore them. But stop ignoring them while they're going their way to the top. Stop overlooking the people who are climbing the mountain. And stop them from getting to the top of the mountain. Simple as that. Ignoring stuff is normalizing it. Don't normalize this stuff. This stuff is not normal. I'm out.